as you're going through the Quran, if you're really, really going deep with it and you're putting yourself in this place of being in Jahannam, and then Allah says, if you're feeling scared while you're reading it, like you're feeling mm -hmm. scared about Jahannam and you're feeling scared about ending up there. And then it says, indeed, those in awe of their Lord without seeing him. So like, even if you read these verses about Jahannam and you feel scared, it's like you're in awe of Allah and his punishment, right? So like, you know about Allah, even though you haven't seen him, that because of that, because you just had, had that belief, forgiveness basically is guaranteed for you. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the next episode of Quranic Transformation. As you know, we do tadabbur in this uh, sessions and we encourage you to start doing it on your own. And as a quick recap and warning, this is not to drive new information or new rulings about the fiqh, but to uh, use it as a reminder for what you already know. If we were to bring in some new information, obviously we'll make sure that we have vetted that information and we verify that information from, uh, from Tafsir. And similarly, when you're doing it on your own, you come across some new information, make sure you double check and you just don't walk away with some sort of conclusion. If I were to give you a quick example on this, let's, let's do that. So there is like a verse in Quran, which is very famous. Right? Oh, you have believed, it will not harm you if you are guided right uh the one who's not who's miscarried will he will not harm you if you are guided now some people may walk away with saying that hey, you know what i don't have to do da'wah i don't have to do nasiha i don't have to tell anybody i'm just going to focus on myself that would be a wrong understanding right so don't drive new understanding for it from it but you can take a reminder that i have to first focus on myself right because that's something hopefully you already know from islam so you take it as a reminder but if a new idea comes to your mind that you haven't heard any scholar talk to you before just go and verify okay so let's begin today's session inshallah وَقَالُوا لَوْ كُنَّا نَسْمَعُ أَوْ نَعْقِلُ مَا كُنَّا فِي أَصْحَابِ السَّعِيرِ فَاعْتَرَفُوا بِذَنْبِهِمْ فَسُحْقًا لِأَصْحَابِ السَّعِيرِ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَخْشَوْبَهُمْ بِالْغَيْبِ لَهُمْ and they will lament if only we had listened and reasoned we would not be among the residents of the blaze and so they will confess their sins so away with the residents of the blaze indeed those in awe of their lord without seeing will have forgiveness and a mighty reward so, you know, we mentioned like some of the reflection questions are qualities that are mentioned uh, in the words and how well we do on those qualities. So I, I see two interesting qualities here, Muhammad. Uh, do, you, do, you see, do you spot them? No, you go ahead, tell me. Okay, so listening and reasoning and understanding, right? So that's what they are, mm -hmm. you know, uh, saying that, look, had we actually properly heard the message and used our intellect, right? So doing reflection on it, pausing it, not being into like this sort of autopilot mode or oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing this because instant gratification. I'm going to have this, 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 chasing different things, but actually pausing, slowing down. What am I doing with my life? Right. That is like a proper hearing, not just like going mm -hmm. over it. Yeah. And a lot of the time what happens is that you kind of block it out. Like even in the time of Prophet people would put cotton wool in their ears just so that they couldn't even listen to the message. Right. So listening, because once you listen, you've taken it in, it can have an effect on you. So literally a lot of the things that these people are saying is that we, don't, we didn't listen and therefore we didn't even reason or logically think about what was being said.
Yes, and I think this is even becoming a bigger problem, right? With us swiping through, right? And multitasking and just being bombarded with different contents, not pausing, not thinking, just having this routine that we uh, actually go in day in, day out for a bit. So yeah. I think that's really important for us to pause and reflect. Um, the second thing is, look, everybody will, you know, uh, from the justice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people will accept, right? So it's not something that, you know, in this world, people say, oh, I haven't done this, or they deny, or I was falsely accused, and so on and so forth. This is something, obviously, it will be uh, against us. Whatever we do wrong, it will be recorded. Uh, people will accept it. And only then is, you know, uh, the punishment that's going to actually happen on them. And as we have been talking a lot more about punishment, right? That's the verses we have been dealing with. And you always see this balance in the Quran. And then verse 12, again, takes us to the promise and the hope. And basically, the promise here. So let's take a look at this promise. Right? What are the qualities? What is the input? What do we need to do? What do we need to become? And what is the reward uh, here? So I'd like you to talk about it, Muhammad. Let's get started. Yeah, so first of all, I do love how, you know, as you're going through the Quran, if you're really, really going deep with it and you're putting yourself in this place of being in Jahannam and then Allah says, like, you know, if you're feeling scared while you're reading it, like you're feeling mm -hmm. scared about Jahannam and you're feeling scared about ending up there. And then it says, indeed, those in awe of their Lord without seeing him. So like, even if you read these verses about Jahannam and you feel scared, it's like you're in awe of Allah and his punishment, right? So like, you know about Allah, even though you haven't seen him, that because of that, because you just had, had that belief, uh, forgiveness basically is guaranteed for you. And not only is forgiveness, that forgiveness is like, okay, someone did something wrong, you're just like, okay, don't do it again, it's okay. But actually rewarding them for whatever happened, you know? Good, good, very good. And I think, so the quality here is of fear, right? The khashiyah. Okay, now obviously we can go into a bit more detail because like, we've seen this quote is defining the khashiyah or, or fear. Like the true fear is something, something is not just like because it's unknown, right? So you may have a fear of needles or snakes or rats or scorpion, right? Because just because you just don't know what can happen. It's just like you, you're not aware of it. But the khashiyah is something that you have a fear but you have knowledge about it. You know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. You know uh, his authority over you. You know your rights and your, your responsibility towards him and what he has prepared. So the, that knowledge-based fear is khashiyah. But this knowledge is a lot dependent on you trusting Quran and Sunnah. It's not something that you have experienced. Mm -hmm. so there's this unseen part of it. And that's kind of like something we, we hinted on on the last episode, that yes, it's not that... Okay, I'm praying five times a day because it's meditation and, you know, I get these body movements that are my stretches. You don't need to have those physical understanding and only then you will take action. But you're taking action. Yes, it's unseen, but you have khashiyah. You understand who Allah is. You have love for him and that you submit to him and you believe in that unseen element of it. So if you have that, then Allah will come with two things. One is forgiveness. Right? Maghfirah here, forgiveness. So means, yes, you won't be perfect. You won't be doing everything that you, that you are supposed to do. So you understand that. And I think this is really important, actually. Let, let's talk a bit about that. This happens in, you know, other scenarios as well. So you may have like a habit tracker. You want to have some habits, right? But if you don't do one habit, what do you do after? Do you like say, okay, you know what? I'm going to call it a day. I'm just going to mess up everything, right? So I think something I saw very interesting in atomic habits is don't miss a habit twice in a row. Right, so basically rebound. So yes, you missed Awlubillah Salah or you did something wrong. You know, what do you want to do for the rest of the day? Do you want to, you know, reset, rebound and take charge, right? Or are you just gonna really call it a day 
And then you go like, you know, all the way back, right? You know, and again, if you were to take a simple example, right? So you, you eat a piece, a slice of cake. And like, oh man, I shouldn't have eaten this right now. I'm like too much above my calories and whatever. And so, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to eat the whole cake. <laughs> right? I'm so, one. I might as well eat more now. And, exactly. and that's how Shaitan works, right? Shaitan's like, yeah. look, you're doing this wrong, yeah? Like, you're a sinner. You might as well just do more sin now, isn't it? You might as well keep sinning, basically. Right. Whereas but, and then it's really hard to be, come out of it. Yeah. Sorry, our, the, our mindset should be like the opposite is that we know we're going to make mistakes, right? And you know, there's that beautiful uh, hadith where the Prophet said that if we didn't sin at all, then Allah would replace us with people who would sin and ask for forgiveness, right? And it's such a comforting way of thinking that Allah's giving us, right? Instead of saying, you know, you're going to be in big trouble. To... No, it's like, you know, don't worry about it. But the key is to keep going back to Allah and keep trying to get back on to the straight path. That, that's ultimately, yeah. And, and that's why the difference between a good Muslim and a bad Muslim isn't that the good Muslim doesn't sin. It's just a good Muslim will always go back to Allah, always seek forgiveness, always try and get back onto the straight path. Whereas the bad Muslim will just be like, oh, forget it. It's all right. Just leave it. Beautiful. I think this is really important. If, if you want to take something from this thing is what do you do when you sin? Right? So you have two options, right? You continue, you continue eating the cake. You continue doing the wrong thing. You continue watching the wrong thing that you did and you did it the whole day. Or what well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes in another place in the Quran, and those when they commit a fahisha and indecent thing or they wrong themselves by sinning, they remember Allah and they ask for forgiveness. So that should be our habit. First, we don't get into it, but if you get into it, then you remember Allah asking for forgiveness, make wudu, pray to rakah, or just sitting down asking for forgiveness and go on with the rest of the day. But do not like, you know, just continue with that. And that's not only for your religious habits, for your, you know, uh, staying away from haram and bad habits, but also in other areas of your life, whether it be health, studies, uh, fitness, and so on and so forth. Um, and, and then, so there's maghfirah, but then you also have like this amazing reward, right? So a lot of people, they, they talk about this thing, like, you know, I'm working on my retirement. What's my retirement going to be? An early retirement. I need to have this much money. I'm going to go and have this retirement and whatnot. And, you know, if you see a lot of content with, you know, people showing, you know, different islands, different resorts, just imagine what Jannah would be like. Mm. And that's what Allah is promising you. So if you worship him with fear, believing in the ghaib, and Allah will come with forgiveness to forgive your sins and give you this massive, huge reward that you can retire in with your loved ones. Right? So with this, we'll see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.